Hey, Murph here. I'm a former heroin addict, current alcoholic, and you're tuned into Self-Medicated Weekly Dose, a podcast all about drugs and the people who use them. As always, this program is inspired by the harm reduction movement, informed by my personal experience using all sorts of drugs for damn near 30 years, and enlightened by my special guests. <laughs> and, oh, Christ, I got none today. I got no special guests today, and I'll tell you why. I have moved. The family has up and moved. Uh, we're still in beautiful Portland, Oregon, but uh, we moved into a new spot, and, you know, I had, to, I had to pack up the old home studio, take it to a new spot. You know, I got to get connected, reconnected, so that I can get guests on. You know, got to have my, my, my internets, my, my gigabits and, and whatnot all all in order so I can have guests again. So I'm going to do uh, some solo apps here uh, until I get the, the, the guest train moving again. And uh, I'll have to enlighten you myself until I get my, my wonderful, uh, uh, I have some great guests lined up that I, that I, you know, are on board to, to, to hop in, in the mix here. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have to wait on that. In the meantime, we got a couple of special episodes lined up here. I uh, just wanted to share a little something with you off the top here. I'm wearing this, Dynamite T-shirt, love this. My my new favorite tee. Let me stand up here get a get a good view. It reads, "This car touched fentanyl." Is the is the uh, the text, and it's a, a Chicago police car, police cruiser, on fire. As we all know, you know when a car touches fentanyl, it fucking explodes, just like human beings do. That's how fentanyl works. God bless Nick Needles. Uh, Nick Needles is the is the artist that I that I got this shirt from. So look up Nick Needles out there on the on the webs. Well, anyhow, setting up the the new home studio here. Feeling good, feeling good. But uh, let's catch up on the rest of the world together, as there's some blockbuster news that that uh, you know we, we got to address here uh, on the weekly dose. Of course, from the angle of substances, we'll get to. But my word, I imagine you know you've you've heard the news by now. But uh, just in case you haven't. Fox News Media announcing that it and Tucker Carlson, one of its marquee hosts, are parting ways. They announced that Mr. Carlson's last program was Friday, April 21st. That was it and that was all. Tucker Swanson McNear Carlson, husband, father, DEA mouthpiece, Christian nationalist. But I love to hate watch. I don't know. I don't know if uh, if you know who can relate out there, but. Watched a lot of this of this uh, this Peckerwood. Watched a lot of him, uh, particularly as it, uh, when it comes to drugs. So you know, th- there's a lot of clips, a lot of fun clips over the years from his program over there on Fox. And I wanted to do a little special episode here where we can really just dive dive into a, to a full segment. You know, there were a ton of great ones to choose from. Like I said, on his way out the door, actually, he sat down with the with the Russell Brand. You know, he had this to say, which coming from someone who has watched the man. Uh, very closely, especially whenever he goes off on drug users. Uh, this was a real uh, a change of heart here coming from Tuck. I'm not angry at the fentanyl addict. I'm angry at the industry that's grown up around him. Yes. that doesn't treat any of his needs that leaves him to die alone and that becomes rich doing so. And that the politicians who posture yes. about his death when they could have prevented it. And unfortunately, I get so overheated I get so pissed that um, in many cases I have allowed myself to sound like I'm mad at the junkie when I'm certainly not. As a sober person, I have deep empathy for the 
for anyone who's lost an addiction, particularly on the street. Huh. As a sober person has a deep empathy. I mean, the depths of this man's empathy are, are just truly remarkable. It's just that he's so pissed at the man. He's so pissed at the man and the politicians who aren't taking care of these junkies out there on the streets that sometimes it just comes across like he's shitting on poor people out on the streets. But, you know, if it comes across that way sometimes, you know, I mean, look, may- maybe that's on me. Maybe that's on us. Maybe, maybe, maybe we're projecting that on the depths of the empathy. Uh, here's an instance of where I could see, you know, sounds like he's, he's pissed off at the man, not a, not a drug user, surely. Politicians are making it much easier to be a homeless drug addict in the United States and much harder to be a law-abiding member of the middle class. What's the effect? Well, let's see. The middle class is dying, and we now have record numbers of drug-addicted vagrants. Well, I'll tell you, Tuck, that just sounds like late-stage capitalism to me, my man. You know, middle class gone, rich got richer, and people are out, out there on house struggling. But remember, it's, it's, he's after the man. It's the politicians. It's the, it's the establishment that he's so pissed. He's pissed, frankly. Tucky's pissy. This is America, the country you grew up in. Not fewer homeless, just better funded homeless. Better funded homeless. And we have a shot of, I mean, that tarp that this, uh, this fella here is living under is, is, you know, it's in tatters. But, it, it, you know, it, you could do worse. So you're well-funded homeless. Yeah, that's... That makes sense. So like Oxycontin and virtually everything else that's wrecking the country our ancestors built, this is a manufactured crisis. In case the pitch of that, uh, that, that dog whistle there didn't quite, uh, didn't quite register, you know, that, that's our ancestors. You know, they built this country and then along comes Oxycontin and vagrants out there, fucking crazy, uh, you know, deranged criminal junkies uh, running around the streets and, and, and our ancestors are just rolling over in their graves. And the solution is as simple as the problem. Now, this is a great. Now, see, this I appreciate. If you're going to piss and moan, offer a solution at least, right? Here's the solution. Stop putting up with it. Say no. No, you can't smoke meth in the park. You're not allowed to crap on the sidewalk. No, no. Don't put up with it. First of all, I will crap on whatever fucking sidewalk I want. Whether I'm smoking meth or not. I got loose bowels, Tuck. So don't fucking tell me what sidewalks I crap on. Pull up your pants and get the hell out of here. Go somewhere with lower standards. Head for a place where politicians don't care about their people. Because we do care. And that's why we're hauling your tent to a landfill and cutting off your checks today. You are a drug addict. Get a job or leave. This is our city. You are not allowed to wreck it. You didn't build it. Right. So you could see how one might be confused as to what makes Tucky so pissy. At least he's offering a solution. Again, the solution is get the fuck out of here. Like I said, he's just run step away from that burlap sack, smoking meth and crapping on sidewalks. Get out of here. Get out. Get your get your fancy ass tarps. And get your ancestors didn't build this country. I know your ancestors. I've done Ancestry.coms on all of you out there smoking meth and crapping on sidewalks. And I know that your ancestors didn't build the country. Tucker Swanson McNear Carlson, the Swanson McNear Carlson clan is who built this goddamn country. Okay, then. Let's get to the meat. We're uh, going to really dive in here. A little while back, it's about uh, sometime last year in 2022, there was... uh, there was a, some federal funding put aside, uh, $30 million to be, to be exact, which, I mean, Christ on the cross, $30 million. That's, I'll, you know, 
I'll 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 take that. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna kick that out of bed for eating crackers. That's a that's a that's a nice lump sum. It sounds like, but when you break it down, we're talking about nationally thirty million dollars in grant funding is made available through SAMHSA. Uh, you know, the federal uh, drug administration there to harm reduction outfits who apply and say, hey, we're taking care of people in our communities. We need, uh, you know, we need, uh, you know, uh, needle exchange programs. We've got uh, Narcan, uh, you know, buses out there giving out Narcan and, and, and fentanyl testing strips. We've got, uh, you know, just just basic uh, public health. We're, we're helping people who are out there or unhoused. We're helping uh, people who use drugs use drugs safer, and we're 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 keeping people alive. I mean, the, the overdose epidemic is just off the charts. We're just 110,000 is the is the is the most recent. I mean, so it just keeps. So as this goes, you know, there's there's still people banging their heads against the wall. This like, nope, we gotta choke it, we gotta bomb it, we gotta. It's a war here. We're we're, we're just getting warmed up. Uh, rather than just you know giving people the life saving measures uh, that are available to them, uh, or that can be available to them with the funding. So, in this budget, there was thirty million dollars coming from the I think the Health and Human Services, where it was like, hey, plenty of money's going to drug court. The DEA is getting another fucking you know b- billions. I think of almost four billion or something was his last go around for the DEA for the year. So, you know, 30 million versus 4 billion. I mean, Jesus Christ. What are we even talking about here? Well, just for one year, it'd be wonderful to just just swap those. Just for one year. You know, let, let's let's just let the DEA operate on $30 million for, for a year. You know I mean, send a bunch of people. Send all the agents home with their battering rams and their fucking, uh, you know, armored vehicles and, and you know, no coups this year in, in Central or South America, for, you know, for the DEA. Let's just... Let's just say thirty million administrative. You know what I mean? We'll have uh, Patricia and uh, you know and Roberta and and, and the, uh, the, the you know the gals down in accounting there. The, the, the you know just taking care of keeping the lights on for the DEA. Thirty million bucks. Pay them their salaries. Everybody else take the time off. And let's just give four billion dollars to the harm reduction movement just for a year. And and that'd be a fun experiment. But of course, uh, you know. Any amount of money going to harm reduction, people latched on to this. So the, so the right-wing media uh, dove in. And, of course, the, uh, the, the less right-wing media and the, uh, you know, the, the, the slightly less right-wing political party immediately crumbled and backpedaled when they were called out on this $30 million. They thought they could just sl- you know, slip it through and be like, well, we'll say the word harm reduction. We'll put $30 million in grant funding up there for people to apply uh, and what can they use it for? What can they use it for? Well, this is where things get interesting. This is where uh, the right-wing media had themselves a field day. And the narrative uh, just came out that uh, it was uh, the crack pipes. It was Joe Biden. You might have heard. You might remember this. Uh, it whipped through the cycle. Uh, it lasted a little longer than, than the 24-hour cycle. This one went a little bit. But uh, the whole idea was that uh, that 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 there was uh, Joe Joe Biden. The narrative was Biden is is uh, given thirty million dollars uh, to uh, for crack pipes to give uh, drug users crack pipes. Which again, just before we even dive into this uh, clip, because and, and I am I am milking this because I promise you it's it's worth it. This is this is a, a tour de force. This is definitely you know uh, uh, when you when you go top five for uh, of Tucker segments. I mean, this one is it's it's got it all, really. 
but anyway, that's the backdrop of this. Uh, the $30 million in harm redu- uh, funding would be available for harm reduction in a budget of you know, billions of dollars in, in drug war funding and, and drug courts and all the other punitive measures. To, uh, they're all still there and they're all well-funded. Don't worry. But a little bit of trickle-down, just a couple of table scraps came, came, came the way of, uh, of, of harm reduction, of evidence-based uh, drug treatment. And, you know, right-wing media lost their fucking minds. And Tucker, of course, as the king of the dicks, took it to another level and really wrapped up so many things in this. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be stopping as we go here to just do a quick fact check and just for fun. I mean, you know, what am I fucking? You're like, come on, you're a clown. You're going to sit here and fact check a, a Tucker Carlson segment? I am. I am specifically because there's just so much here. Uh, and we'll we'll share some laughs, I'm sure, at some of the more outlandish statements and 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 uh, dog whistles and whatnot. But uh, you know, everything from from the from the uh, from Biden's uh, crack pipe, from uh, Hunter Biden's crack use, to uh, to white genocide. I mean, it it really just covers all the bases. Classic, classic Tucky. Uh, so here we are with the, in my opinion, the greatest. Tucker Swanson McNear Carlson segment in his career thus far. Here it is. Good evening and welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. We've got news for you this evening. Joe Biden, the president, has announced another piece of his highly promoted equity agenda. That's the government-wide effort to improve the lives of African Americans. All right, we're going to uh, barely out of the gates here and we're going to stop real quick because this is an important uh, point because this is this is part of, you know, he, he's he's getting that whistle getting that whistle uh, warmed up here because here's here's what's interesting about his part of his equity agenda. I'm going to pull this up because I want to actually read this this text. This is from, you know, whitehouse.gov. This is the this is that uh, that great website that we all pay for, uh, whitehouse.gov. This is the executive order on advancing racial equity and support for underserved communities through the federal government. This was from 2021. This is early Biden. This we're going back uh, here now. But when he launched this, there were parts of this budget Five trillion uh, over the next five years is, is what we're looking at here, and and of course, Tucky, you know, lasers in on this thirty million dollars, and he just starts off by saying that this is part of Biden's equity agenda to improve the lives of African Americans. So Tucky's uh, framing's a little wonky to start here. I just want to uh, read this word for word just to clarify this equity agenda that he speaks of for purposes of this order. The term equity means the consistent and systematic, fair, just, and impartial treatment of all individuals, including individuals who belong to underserved communities that have been denied such treatment, such as black, Latino, and indigenous and Native American persons, Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders and other persons of color, members of religious minorities, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer, LGBTQ+, persons, persons with disabilities, and here we go, Tucky. I think I think I think the LGBTQ plus just lost. You know, Tucky just drifts away on that plus often. I've seen it. I've seen it in his eyes. Uh, so I don't think he read this last part. Uh, persons with disabilities, persons who live in rural areas and persons otherwise adversely affected by persistent poverty or inequality. So, yeah, we're talking about poor white people as well, Tucky. They're in here. So you want to talk about cherry picking? I mean, Tucky's already right in. I mean, we're, we are less than 30 seconds into this segment here, and he's already cherry picking and dog whistling. I mean, he, you know, the guy can, can multitask. I mean, he, you know, the dog whistles in one hand and he's, he's, he's cherry picking with the other. So 
Away we go. But just to clarify, Tucker, this, uh, this the old equity agenda is also for poor white folks. You sorry for the lengthy interruption, but you really came out of the gates uh, full of piss and vinegar and nonsense there. You may recall that on his first day in office more than a year ago, the new president explained that equity will require determination and creativity. And this week he proved that's true. Joe Biden's latest idea is to pay black people to smoke more crack. Again, framing. Look at these frames. I mean, these are not sideways. Doesn't even begin to explain the, the, the framing here. This is now up and up and around 180 degrees. This is fucking thing ain't even a frame. It's a goddamn uh, Papa John's hollowed out pizza box. What is this you have hanging up on the wall here? This framing is outrageous. Absolutely outrageous. Uh, the equity agenda is just basically to pay, uh, you know, pay, the whole point of this equity agenda here and the whole point of this budget is to pay black people to smoke crack. That's uh, That sounds right. Going forward, the administration will send at least $30 million in tax money to nonprofits and local governments so they can purchase, quote, safe smoking kits. Of course, get the taxpayer. <laughs> the taxpayers. Oh, the taxpayers are riled up. $30 million in taxpayer money. Yeah, to save lives. The amount of taxpayer money that continuing that prison industrial complex, which is far more expensive, let me tell you. If you want to talk about the taxpayers getting real pissed off. I mean, Jesus Christ, a new crack pipe, a couple of rocks and a night at the uh, at the old Motel 6 there. Hell of a lot cheaper than prison. So you want to talk about the taxpayers? Oh, boy, it's $30 million for, for fucking crack pipes. My God. And it's all for crack pipes, of course. $30 million in crack pipes. Now, I've fashioned a few crack pipes in my day. Uh, hollowed out tire gauge with uh, some charboy, a little, uh, little steel wool uh, packed into the end of it there. It, pretty cheap. I mean, $30 million in just for crack pipes. That would be kind of wild if that was anywhere near true. But uh, go on, Tucky. Sorry, I keep interrupting you. According to HHS, these kits will contain Joe Biden-approved pipes that will allow beneficiaries of the equity agenda to smoke crack cocaine as well as crystal meth. Now, again, uh, if you look at the HHS, I mean, we're talking about like, and I'm not going to read this to you, but just take my word for it. If you want to go to the old whitehouse.gov, it's there uh, in print. I mean, you got to go through like nine paragraphs of what this money can be used for and you find crack pipes. Now, you skipped over a lot. You skipped over needles. Needles, I mean, needle exchange programs used to be the ire of the right wing, the old conservatives. I mean, geez, Newt Gingrich, uh, Mr. Limbaugh himself, you know, all the uh, all the greats of, of when I was growing up would not have it with the needle exchange. Now, you've skipped right over that and now it's about crack pipes. And there's a reason for that, uh, as you'll see here, as he warms up his whistle. Some say it's about time. Soros-aligned NGOs have long complained that marginalized groups in this country don't have adequate access to illegal narcotics or the tools to use them. With this new program, Joe Biden will finally close the crack gap. For too long in America, quality crack pipes have been the domain of rich white men like so much else. Here's the president's son, for example, smoking crack in bed at the Four Seasons. You'll notice the beautifully designed custom crack pipe. It's cooling bowl nestled in the high thread count Egyptian cotton sheets. <laughs> when Hunter Biden smokes crack, he does it in style. <laughs> My goodness, that is just crack poetry. That is rock poetry right there. Nestled in the in the in the Egyptian cotton. I mean, and also like, yeah, I mean it's a it's a just a glass piece, you know. A little glass stem. But, uh, of course, when you're in the Biden family, you know, you can get yourself a fresh stem. You don't have to fucking, you know, burn your lips and reuse and have little, you know, shards. And uh, Great. He gets the best of the best. Uh, 
Good point, my man. But not everyone in this country is so fortunate. Try to toast some rock in West Baltimore sometime. No, you try to toast some rock in West Baltimore. <laughs> you may have to make the pipe yourself from tinfoil or a broken car antenna. Our inner cities are pipe deserts. Talk about the new Jim Crow. Bull Connor would be proud. Bull Connor didn't think black people deserved new crack pipes. Joe Biden's going to change that. Biden understands how essential narcotics are to the future of his party. What? If Democratic voters stop smoking crack, they might start thinking for themselves and become Candace Owens or something. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right, all right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's load. I mean, the, with a whiplash here, I, I apologize for, for how, um, how the, all the start and stop in here. But Jesus, you know, we're on, a, we're on a fucking roller coaster ride now. What we've done here is we've framed, number one, uh, that they want their voting base, so black people, uh, to, to, to smoke Crack. Now, you're racializing, of course, crack use. White people smoke as much crack as black people do. We've talked about this on the program before. It's the same with the opioid crisis being racialized to, to, to white people uh, as black people are dying of, of, of opioid overdoses. I mean, look, man, drugs, just like every other goddamn thing, everybody using them drugs. It's a personal preference. Uh, but it's interesting because the voting base keep them happy by smoking crack. So there's a lot of logical loops here because uh, God forbid they stay sober. They may, uh, they may go full Candace Owens. Now, you may be wondering as you watch all of this, hold on a second. Is the real drug crisis in this country really that crackheads don't have enough crack pipes? I seem to remember reading somewhere that more than 100,000 Americans died last year from opioid ODs. Well, I don't know where you read that. Uh, uh, over 100,000 people, and this was last year, uh, the year that he's saying this, died of, of drug overdoses. Uh, and I think 75, 80, maybe almost 80 percent or something were, were opioid, but not over 100. That that would be, eight, you know, 75,000, 80,000, whatever it is. Um, but you but he seems to have read something somewhere etched in the wall at a bathroom stall to, at a truck stop where somebody was uh, smoking meth and taking a shit on the sidewalk. That must have been where where Tuck read uh, read this. But let's just keep in mind here. Where are we going with this? What are we doing about that? Well, good question. And the answer is nothing. We're not doing anything about that. Those 100,000 Americans weren't from officially marginalized groups. Their deaths have nothing to do with the equity agenda. In fact, their deaths may have helped the equity agenda by changing the demographics of the country in a way that benefits the Democratic Party. Boom. And now here it all comes together through multiple threads of nonsense, multiple steaming piles of bullshit have, have now come together here. We've racialized it. We've done, we've done our, our, our perfect divide and conquer. The racializing of drugs, here we are. We have our black crackheads who are being taken care of by the Democratic Party and the white uh, victims of the opioid crisis. No one's doing anything. He's letting all the whites die. This tangled web we weave here, Tucky, is truly incredible. That A to C to Z to white genocide. We've, we've arrived. Candace Owens is the host of Candace. We're always delighted to have her on our show. <laughs> and of course, the old Chekhov's gun. You don't call on Candace Owens early in the segment if you ain't bringing her home. Oh, hello, Candy. Give it to us straight. Well, I think it's pretty obvious that the Biden administration loves black America and cares about the health and well-being. All you have to do to be healthy in Joe Biden's America is grab a government-sponsored crack pipe. It's pointedly ridiculous that this is going on, and it's sad how easy it is to get drugs. And black Americans are suffering, and nothing is being done. No one is calling this out. It's so transparently hateful. I mean, you're a mother. If you had a child who was struggling with drug abuse, and a lot of Americans face this, it's really sad and tough. It is. I agree. I mean, as a father. Tuck, you're, you're a father. Candy, you're a mother. 
I'm a father. Hey, look, we're all parents here. We're all parents here. We don't want any sort of public health interventions as parents, clearly. Would you give the kid needles and a crack pipe and say, look, if you're going to do it, do it safely in your bedroom? No, I would tell him or her or them, go get your mystery drugs. No, no, testing strips. You don't get to know what it is. No, no, no. You go buy it, whatever the fuck it is. And I want you to take that dull needle there, get that syringe from that stranger. There may or may not be HIV, hep C in there. That's for you to find out, kiddo. You know, and then I tell him, uh, turn around and say fucking uh, yakety yak. No pipes for crack. Take out the papers and the trash. Your papa's hippie knows what cooks. You tell your junkie friends outside. You ain't got time to get high safely. Yaggedy yak. Die from crack. It's not just drug addiction, it's drug use. And anybody who wants you to think less clearly is trying to enslave you, obviously. <laughs> it's pretty simple. <laughs> that demonic cackle and we'll end on the enslavement uh but also enrichment and equity uh, oh it's all over the map well anyhow listen i'm gonna get some guests coming back very soon as i get this home studio in order please if you're out there listening let me know what you think about this madness that we're uh, we find ourselves in thank you so much for tuning in uh, this has been your weekly dose hey america this Self-Medicated Weekly Dose is hosted and produced by me, Murph Meyer, with support from Pop Culture Collaborative. Our theme song is My Congressman by 15, courtesy of Jeff Ott and Hopeless Records. Original artwork and production design by Diana Kolsky. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed the program, you can listen to new episodes of Weekly Dose every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. While you're at it, subscribe to the Self-Medicated YouTube channel to see new video clips from the show each week. Follow me on Instagram at Murph Meyer. And for some top-shelf harm reduction resources, head over to selfmedicatedpod.com. Also, don't forget, you can call the Weekly Dose podcast anytime to leave me a voicemail message with your thoughts on drugs and the people who use them. Just pick up the phone and dial 443-MK-ULTRA. All right, that's about it for me. I'll see you next week. Love and solidarity. Goodbye. Weekly Dose. I was on so many fucking drugs. It was just like more drugs, more drugs.